Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to Cook Speak. I am still Chef Tom Toten. It is still Sunday, November, help me, Kelly. Uh, 22nd. 22nd, that's right, exactly. So just past 2015, they tell me. And uh, this is the Cook Speak podcast. Uh, lighting the candle here for uh, another Sunday. And I want to tell you about my special guest today. My special guest is from Dish It Out Social Pittsburgh. Uh, Kylie Simmons. For, for Kylie or Kyla? Kyla. Kyla. Yeah. Kyla Sims mm-hmm. is my guest today. And uh, welcome to Coach Thank you. Thanks for having me. Cool. Uh, well, tell us exactly what what this site is. Well, Digital Social is it's not so much about the website, but um, about what I do. I'm a social media manager. Mm-hmm. So um, I, can also, I can do anything from consulting to full-on management of all your social media platforms. And I specialize in the restaurant industry. Um, I've been in the restaurant industry for 20-plus years, and I've been everything from a hostess to a dishwasher to a pizza delivery driver. So wow. I've been in it all. <laughs> and I know, so I know the inner workings of restaurants, and um, I really see, I saw some restaurants lacking for social media, a lot of restaurants lacking. I know the power of social media, and um, I thought maybe I could help. So that's why I started this shit out. And um, looking to help people, you know, step up their social media game mm-hmm. in restaurants. So. Well, what are uh, mm-hmm. what are some of the most common mistakes you see uh, restaurants and bars make? Um, well, I see them. A lot of people focus on social media as a free advertising tool, mm-hmm. um, which is good for that. But social media is all about being social. Um, a lot of people, bars and restaurants, forget that they just, you know, post their specials or, you know, um, it's all about them, them, them. They're not engaging with their fans or their customers. Um, and got to be a two-way street, right? Yeah. I think that, you know, I saw a statistic where 95% of Americans now think that every company should have a social media presence. And 85% of Americans actually think that they should be using that social media presence to engage with people, their customers, fans. Um, so, yeah, I think that there's no engagement. There's no listening. I think that social media is actually an extension of a restaurant's customer service. Hmm. So, you know. It's being proactive, really, right? Right. I mean, you have to engage with your customers. You have to, if somebody comments on a Facebook post, they see, you know, they don't respond back. You know, have a two-way conversation, show that you value your customers, and give people a reason to follow you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about what can you give them, what value can you give them, why should they follow you? Right. Out of all the, you know, I mean, social media is so huge right now, and, you know, why should somebody follow your restaurant? Are you giving away deals, you exclusive, you know, the Facebook fans? Um, there's just so much more that people could be doing to 
um, give people value in engaging their uh, customers. Plus, uh, when they engage the customer, when they when they respond to something on Facebook, whether good or bad, and they address it, at least the, that person feels like they were acknowledged. Right. Yeah. I mean, I see, you know, sometimes on Twitter, for example, if someone was to say, hey, the yard, you know, what time are you guys open? Yeah. The yard and Shady Side. What time are you guys open tomorrow morning? And there's just no response. I'm not saying the yard did that. I'm just using it right. as an example. So what if somebody asked that and they're not listening? There's no you know, monitoring of their social media platforms, they're not listening. So somebody thinks, well, they didn't answer me. They're not listening. So that's lacking. Their social media skills are lacking. What else is lacking in somebody's restaurant if they're not proactive? You really have to be on the game. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. I think now it's not um, it's not a choice to be on social media anymore. Mm-hmm. It's a necessity. It's, you know, it's going in that direction, and everybody needs to have social media presence and, um, you know, use it the right way. Well, when, when folks contact you, first of all, tell us how, how they do that, and then what do you do for them? Okay, well, they can um, go on my site um, at dishoutsocial.com, and they can um, set up, you know, fill out the form to get a consultation. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go in and give them a free consultation or over the phone, and um, we discuss you know, I'll do a social media audit, see what they're doing wrong, what they're doing right, and how they can improve. So, oh, but they can be interesting, those audits. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I actually do them now anyways before, you know, if I'm looking to target a, a restaurant, I'll go and look to see how their social media is performing. I mean, I'll drive by and say, you know, I'm yeah, yeah, right. like, Facebook or they, you know, keep it updated and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like the audit part of it. Mm. Yeah. But, it, it even amazes me sometimes where you'll you'll check out a, a place, uh, a restaurant's uh, Twitter feed or whatever, and then you'll see like, the last thing posted was from like two years ago. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading it again. Like, wait a minute, this is from two years ago. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that's and not good. Think, no. Can't you be good. get you get kind of a bad first impression, and they say that you know people are totally bypassing Google search now, and they're searching at Facebook. Yeah. You know, I mean that's what I do when I'm looking for a restaurant. They go eat. I mean Yelp, obviously, sure. but Facebook, uh, Twitter, definitely. Be you know you want to see pictures of a menu. You know, I mean a lot of you can put a menu right on Facebook. You can you know post pictures. I mean, the restaurant industry was made for social media. Exactly. But you know, I mean, it's all about images and what's better than food images, you know. Oh, I'm with Beautiful you there. food right. images make your mouth drool and make you want to come in and, you know, try their food. So. And the thing is, too, with the last, the last few years in this town alone, we both know about how many restaurants and bars opening all the time. And then you'll hear about places, oh, i got to get there. And then a few months later, other places are opening up in July. I, oh, I forgot about that place. I haven't got there yet. But these other places are open. You want to get there. Right. And you really have to keep keep that awareness on there that, hey, I'm still over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's social media is a perfect way to do that. I mean, you get, you know, somebody's thinking, where am I going to eat for lunch today? And then they go on Facebook or, you know, oh, something pops up. Oh yeah, I should go there so much. You know, I mean, sure. yeah, it's um, it's an easy way to get customers and get new customers, and you want to build loyalty with your fan base so that they share 
yeah, you meet a lot of interesting people, and it's just, you know, it's it's low key. Waitressing is mm. a really, really hard job. It's a yeah. job. And um, yeah, so you run your butt off when you waitress. And you you do run around when you're delivering, but I don't know. It's kind of like I get in my groove when I deliver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and everyone's like, "You're a girl. It's a girl. The pizza guy here. Oh, it's a girl." <laughs> Century of it. Yeah, I guess. Oh, man. Like, oh, my gosh, it's a girl delivery truck. So I kind of laid the trail. They're driving now? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Wow. Was it for a chain or was it for a local? Actually, line? I worked for Minio's. Oh, did you? Oh, Lebanon, you yeah. You worked for the Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> not originally. I mean, I started out Little Caesars, I think. And, we'll um, forgive you for that one. Yeah. I'm not they they actually wanted me to go up to the door and say, pizza, pizza. And I, <laughs> I kid you not. That was in my like in my, in my handbook. Oh, it was yeah. in the handbook. Yes. Yes. Oh, that that is gold. Funny, yeah. But um, <laughs> and then I went to independent pizza shops. But um, yeah. Uh, so and I've yeah. I've done dishes. I've never been a cook. I've never cooked any food. Right. But, it's hot back there. Know, yeah. I know the inner workings. Of, you know. How it works. Back of the house. Yeah, the back of the house. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So that's why um, I chose the restaurant industry. I know a lot of people in the restaurant industry, and I, um, you know, I think that gives me an advantage, you know, to doing our social media that I know how everything works. Mm. So. You keep up with some of the local food, food blogs and reviews, things like that? Or you know, yeah, I do. Um, so many out there now. I know. I've been kind of going on, trolling on Twitter and trying to see who I can find. And obviously the, the big ones I um, follow. But, yeah, I was thinking maybe there's an angle there. I can kind of get in with food bloggers mm-hmm. or, you know, I think that inviting food bloggers to your restaurant is a part, you know, could be part of your social media strategy yeah. too. Yeah, great so, idea, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I want to get in contact with them, maybe network with them. Mm-hmm. Well, let me know because I got a bunch of bunch of them already been on the show and yeah. friends. And stuff, so I think it'd be a perfect perfect marriage. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I know you watch a little of Food TV because you mentioned that earlier designer drive at the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other shows that uh, you watch either occasionally or you're addicted to anything like that? Or no, no, not really. Yeah, I don't watch too much TV anymore nowadays. But um, yeah, the diner drivers and dive. Always got me, especially when I was pregnant with my kids. See that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't watch that today. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm not really. Um, I'm more. Of, I'm more into social media. So anything I can get my hands on social media, um, I'm on it. I listen to podcasts, webinars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, articles. Yeah. I just try and cram my brain with knowledge. Right. Right. Because it's really, you really got to ride that tiger because things are changing so quickly. Talk a bit, little bit about yeah. how fast things are changing and how the bus can just pass you by if you're not paying attention and have the fare in your hand. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, you really need to stay on top of it. And that's why, I mean, restaurant owners, they have their hands in so many different things. I mean, they're everything from a chef to a host to a waiter. A plumber sometimes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Whatever I mean, needs done. social media is just if you're not up on the current you know, lingo or what's going on in social media. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of Russian owners don't even know about live broadcasting on your cat and Periscope and Google right. And actually, Facebook just rolled out last week live broadcasting from the Facebook app. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, last week? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, see, I mean, you have to... See what I mean? You have to know what's going on in the social media world. So, yeah, it's tough to keep up with all that. And I think um, Twitter just rolled out polls. You can do a poll now on mm-hmm. Twitter. And, um, yeah, so it's tough. And I, I think that, you know, you... Restaurant owners outsource so many things, but they're so reluctant to outsource social media. But I think that it's going to become a necessity. You can't just have, you know, Joe Schmo, the waiter, updating your Facebook, or or the wife who says, oh, you know, I could probably do that, or the daughter. Yeah, if it's an afterthought, you're in trouble, right? Yeah. I think that, you know, you need to to have a game plan, a strategy um, plan, you know, oh, what you're going to do. A lot of people are just... um, I forget what they call it, but it's kind of like you just post whenever you feel like it, you know. Yeah, there has to be a structure to it. There has to be a strategy, yeah. I think that you need to know your target audience, who you're talking to, um, you know, come up with your voice, your plan. You know, I mean, it could be an easy plan. It could be on Thursdays, I'm going to do a quote. It could be on Fridays, Mm -hmm. we're going to do, you know, feature one of our menu items in a photo or you know, you can plan it out by the days, and um, but yeah, and you, and you can schedule too. So I mean, I do consulting too, and I can come up with a strategy. And if they wanted to post it themselves, they you know do that. Well, we can come up with a strategy, and mm-hmm. um, then they can take it from there. And right. I can consult it for that. So that's one way, and then I can just go on do the management right. of the account, the daily posts, and listening, monitoring. You know, if people are talking about them and answer back. Mm. So that's kind of tough because I have to get to know. I mean, I have to get to know their menu. I have to get to know all their policies and when they open and close. So, you know, I'm kind of like an employee right. in a sense where I, I need to know what I'm talking about. So it takes a lot more effort to do that. Could you do me a favor? Can you tell some of these restaurant owners and chefs who are responsible for it too? I won't let them off the hook. To update, when you have. The menu on your website, and hopefully you have a version of your menu on your website, which is always a good thing to do. Right. Yeah, and if I look at it today and I see your spring menu is on there, you know, talk about asparagus and strawberries and everything else, you might want to update that. Yeah. Sometimes, time. Update your website. Yeah. I. <laughs> but I mean, your menu. I mean, that's that's what you're selling. That's right? what that's what scares me about a lot of these restaurants. They don't understand that that is a lot of times their first point of contact. That is Great where point. the customer Great is going point. as their first impression of you. And, yeah, like I said before, if you're lacking on that, what else is your restaurant? Yeah, that's so, before they see your face at the door. If they ever met this way, maybe they never even see your right. face. Right. The maybe they say, oh, my gosh, well, I don't know what they're serving. Or, you know, they're not. They're not so sure themselves. Right. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they care. They're not engaged. Yeah. They're, yeah, they don't really care. You know, it's like I um. Yeah, I see that a lot, too. Yeah, I just spoke with a coffee shop, and they're like, we need to update our, our website, and I looked on it, and they had, we're closed for Easter. It was on my homepage. <laughs> I said, okay, yeah, we need to work on that, too. So, you know, but I mean, I, I know restaurant owners are busy, and they don't, they just, you know, it goes by, the, it falls by the way, but it seems yeah. that other things are way more important, but I think that they need to realize that this is really important. It's, it's a you know, it's an extension of your customer service. Service. It's the first point of contact for people. Um, 
looking to, you know, go out to eat. And like you said, there's so many places to eat, so many choices. You know, people just say, you know, I'm going to go to the other one down the street. Yeah, exactly. Or I'll I'll drive to Lawrenceville, and uh, if this place, uh, you know, it doesn't look like they're 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 into it or they're too crowded or whatever, I got a hundred other places to choose from. Yeah. So you can't just be a face in the crowd. No. No, you have to stand out, and social media is definitely a way that a restaurant can stand out. I mean, I focus a lot on customers, your customers, um, highlighting your customers um, on social media. A big way to drive traffic, you know, to get new people to see you is say that somebody had a birthday and they celebrated at your restaurant and maybe you offer, you know, ten dollars off birthday coupon for your birthdays or yeah. something. So you ask them, can we take your picture for social put it on social media? You know, you have to get the okay, and then you put it on there and they get so excited and they share it with all their friends and sure. family, and then they. Hear your name, so somebody new says, "Oh, so that restaurant? You know, maybe we should go try it out." It's it's word of mouth, but um, yeah, I think highlighting your customers, showing them that you value them, that you care. I mean, they're the, they're the only reason you're in business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to to do that, and that's an easy thing. And um, you know, using social media to do you know just giveaways, contests, mm-hmm. that's another way to reach a lot of people. People love that. Yeah, and yeah. then you can give away just a gift certificate. Mm-hmm. you know, for your restaurant, and that not only brings them in the door, but they're not going to come by themselves. So, you know, it's going to bring other people in your door to come with them, and they're going to spend more money. And they're going to tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, if they share it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, wherever you're doing a giveaway, you know, then more people, more eyes on, on you. So, and you can do gift baskets. I've seen Fiori's. Fiori's is great social media. And um, they don't update a lot, but what they, you know, they offer gift baskets, so they offer, like, a ball gift basket with some olive oil. And, you know, I mean, I wouldn't it's like simple. That. Yeah, it's simple, and it's advertising. So, you know, it's not free advertising, but, you know, you're paying for the stuff that you're giving away, but you're getting a lot more mm. back in fans and engagement and people just being, um, you know, loyal to your brand and restaurant and company. You know, brand loyalty goes a long way. Especially this time. Brand ambassadors, yeah. You get brand ambassadors, you get a couple people that actually, you know, absolutely love you and just go out and tell all their friends and family. This is where, oh, you're the first place to eat, you need to go here because they just, you know, you engage with them and you, they, storytelling, I want to say, they, you know, resonate with your story. So you're um, connecting people on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. That's another way to do social media is um, talk about your story. Talk about why you got into the restaurant business. Maybe it was, I always use this example, but, you know, maybe it was Sunday dinner at grandma's where all the family got together yeah. around food and, yeah. you know, plated food with love and family. And everyone can relate to that, you yeah. know, emotion of eating with family, celebrating mm-hmm. with family. And it's always around food. So, you know, use that to your advantage you know, jump on Facebook and share a picture, a throwback picture, yeah. a throwback Thursday of your family enjoying I'm a sucker for that. Thanksgiving uh, dinner oh, and yeah. they ask your yeah. fans to post their pictures. And, yeah. You know, so storytelling is a is a big way to get people by the heartstrings and get people to fall in love with your, your brand, your restaurant. So. I, I, 
think you almost have to engage them emotionally because yeah. otherwise it's just click, click, click. Next, yeah. Next you don't want to see, oh, here's our special tonight. Yeah. Okay. The other guy has um, that too, right? Yeah. Well, he's pretty good so, too. Yeah. You really need to um, connect with people. Be social. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Well, if you were, say, you want to open a restaurant or a bar, an event center, what, what would it be like? What, what would you serve? Um, Anywhere, say, say in Pittsburgh, anywhere in Pittsburgh, what, what neighborhood, you have a, anything like oh, that wow. that you, just, you could just paint your own canvas with like that? What, what would you design or what type of a place? What type of restaurant? Type of food? Atmosphere? Hmm. I think that that's a good question, and I've never actually thought That's why about I get that. the big question. <laughs> that's why right there. Um, I think that I would want... The feeling that I would want for a restaurant is intimate. Um, you know, I, I love Italian food, so it would probably be an Italian place. Yeah. Intimate, you know, family-run place. Those are the kind of places I love. I think um, Serafino's. Have you ever been to Serafino's? I have not. I've heard of it. South Hills, right? Serafino's is actually in Crafton. They might have another location, but, I mean, they probably can only feed about 20 people. Maybe for, I don't know. Oh, really the current crazy. chef of uh, Matt, uh, Mateo's in Lawrenceville used to work there. Okay. I believe that's uh, Yeah, I mean, the they're place. still there. I, yeah. I lived in Crafton, and I, I um, would always pass it, and we went in to eat, and have, yeah, BYOB, mm-hmm. very small internet. And I, and I was like, I almost yeah. feel like I'm in the Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good Italian food. So, yeah, I think I would like a, a place like that. Um, Intimate Italian food, good wine. Well, we've got a vino with your time. Right. Oh, and the smells too, the, the garlic and the oh, tomatoes yeah. and the basil. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Yeah, and I always I equate somebody cooking a meal for me with really um, with love. Cause my dad used to always cook for me, my grandfather. Yeah, yeah oh, he used wow. to always make them, you know, Sunday morning breakfast yeah. and pasta. I um I was from New England, so I moved here when I was ten. So mm. I kind of carried over some stuff to New England. But my my whole family's called it a lot because they're not born and raised in Pittsburgh. Right. My parents are both from Toronto. So. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh, one of my favorite right. cities in the world. Oh, really? Oh, I love Toronto. Oh, right? talk about restaurants. I know. Uh, well, I haven't been to the city good. in uh, probably 15 years. Oh, that long? Yeah. Oh, wow. We have a cottage up uh, north, two hours north of Toronto. So usually oh, I'm there. just driving through Toronto and up to the cottage. QE2. QEW, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so. You got two Chinatowns in Toronto. Well, yeah, we used to eat at an awesome Chinese restaurant. When I was younger, my dad knew the owner. And, um, oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Fun. And then there was, a remember, speaking of Italian restaurants, an Italian restaurant on Bay Street, Toronto, which, as you know, is their Wall Street. Okay. And uh, it was called Farniente. It was an Italian it was without a care. That was cool. Fantastic Italian food. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, they have, like, a little Italy. Everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Italy, and, of course, the Portuguese community there, too. Indian community. Such an international, beautiful, right. clean city. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And the people are fantastic. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see them, they're awesome all the fame. Oh, my God. It's just the best. Love it. Yeah. yeah the tour the Air Canada Center and everything. Mm-hmm. And the least dressing room. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, oh, cool. Yeah. So much. I love it. I could live there in a, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, oh. Deal with the 
Canada. Yeah. <laughs> the loonies. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah universal health care. At least you can get a cabin to run, huh? Yeah. At the drop of a hat. Yeah. yeah you might be going right. 90 miles an hour to the restaurant <laughs> two blocks away. You'll get there quickly. But uh, they do have many, many cabins. Yeah. But I just love that thing. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. But uh, do you like to cook? You know what? I do. I enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't before, and um, I had a boyfriend a long time ago, and he kind of taught me how to cook. Oh, cool. So, yeah, he was really, he taught me how to make sauce, mm-hmm. and tomato sauce, which I never knew how to do, and how to cook meat. I never knew how to cook meat. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom didn't eat. My mom wasn't a very good cook. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> we ate chicken most nights and spaghetti um, once a week. Right. <laughs> it was always very dry chicken, so I learned to hate chicken. Um, <laughs> I learned to hate yeah, chicken. <laughs> I learned to hate chicken. Like, what are we having for dinner tonight? Chicken. Okay. Chicken, you know. Any way she could make it, she would eat chicken. So, yeah, I learned how to cook meat. And, um, yeah, I really enjoy, you know, it's hard with three kids. Yeah, sure. Enjoying cooking because, yeah. you know, I can't really enjoy it. Cause, um, yeah, I've got this one hanging on my leg yeah. when, I'm, when I'm trying to. But yeah, and and when you're cooking for a nine, five year old and a one year old, yeah. they don't appreciate what you cook. You know, they take two bites and you're like, What did I even bother? You know, I want to cook for adults now. Uh well Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. what are your uh, favorite holiday? Uh plan big plan? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I don't have a big family, so I only have um, my mom here. My dad, like I told you before, is in Indiana, so um, we're kind of all scattered, so um, we're going to go over to my mom's house. Oh, yeah, great. We'll come and, and we'll have Thanksgiving next. So, yeah, I love Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I love this time of year, even though yeah. sometimes I, you know, hate that, you know, all the money that's being spent on friends. But I love that, you know, family gets together and gather around food. There's usually some good food somewhere and yeah. cookies everywhere. That mm-hmm. can't yeah, yeah, I gained about 10 pounds. You know, yeah, always good food to eat. Minios, they do um, Finju, which they do is what? Finju. I what think that? that's how you pronounce it. Um, they take their Sicilian pizza, which is the thick square cut. Mm-hmm. And um, this is just for, like, employees. They don't sell it. Oh, <laughs> inside baseball here. Yeah, okay. it's like fresh mozzarella and breadcrumbs, and they have like um, whole stewed tomatoes, I think, is like space for the sauce. And then there's the anchovies in it, but it's, the anchovies are like ground up with the breadcrumbs. So okay. It gives it like this flavor, but you can't really tell in the anchovies. And people are always like, oh my gosh, this is so good, isn't it? You know, and then I'm like,
piano. Mm. That's a good Christmassy there. <laughs> but um, yeah. Wow, and how do you pronounce the, the first one again? Sinjun. 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 I don't even know how to spell, but cool. yeah, I should look it up. Some inside baseball. Yeah. yeah. I gotta try it. Yeah. Yeah, 
Well, my guest today on uh, the Cook Speed Podcast, live from the Pittsburgh Public Market, down here at 2401 Penn Avenue, has been Kyla Sims. So thank you so much for being a great guest today on Cook Speed. I thank appreciate you so it. much for having me. Sure. And uh, I wanted to mention, we mentioned blog- bloggers, well, mm-hmm. bloggers, as I'm trying to say, as they say in English, <laughs> they're having the best of the burger sphere today out at uh, Penn Avenue, with most wanted by art. Uh, okay. in Garfield. So uh, a bunch of the bloggers got there say I'm going to stop on by and say hi to some old friends out there and everything and uh, cool. uh, make some connections again, see some folks. And uh, so as I say, that's the most wanted fine art on Penn Avenue. And I'll see some of the some of the folks out there today. I also wanted to thank uh, from Good Food Pittsburgh, my buddy Emily Catalano. I, I was a judge here last Saturday for uh, Good Food Pittsburgh's uh, Great Cookie Swap. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. And uh, Gretchen McKay was one of the, from the PG, was one of the other judges, and John, the owner of Frannell's Bakery, and Adam from down the street, or Enrico Pistotti. Mm-hmm. So we had a, it's a really, really good cookies. It was a lot of fun, and uh, it was just a blast. So uh, thanks again, Emily, for the invitation. Uh, happy to do it again sometime. The paste cookies or pasta or Sinjun or white mm-hmm. anchovies, whatever you got. I'm, I'm there. So thanks for that. Uh, working on a guest for next week, folks. I uh, had a great guest this week, and uh, see you next Sunday. That's the 29th, I believe, of November, if the calendar is correct. Uh, so this is Chef Tom Tote once again for my special guest, uh, Kyla Sims from Dish It Out, Social Pittsburgh. Thanks a lot. Bye.
pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.